Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, welcome. It's Sunday evening. Uh, the NFL, it is near the end of the NFL preseason. So I'm up here. But anyway, this is your hostess with the, with the host with the most, I should say. Got uh, first. I'm the author of the sports blog, The Clown Town, so the Clown Spread of a K. And this is The Clown Hour. And if you want to follow me on the web, just check me out. Just do, just type in your URL window, www.theclowntimes.net. You can also find me on Facebook, just acting a fool with everybody else. Uh, just type in the search window and uh, Facebook, or or you can Google me if you want. The Clown Times, that's, again, that's Clown Spill of the K, you can find me there. This is pretty cool because um, I was, I've was i been talking to this uh, lady for a while. She actually owns, she actually has to be created and owns uh, NFLfemale.com, so we're going to talk football with her right quick and just get to know the brains behind NFLfemale.com. And her name is, and please help me get this right, Maris Panucci or That's Panucci? Right. Okay, Panucci cool. Panucci is great. So, cool. So, Liz, welcome to the clown hour. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Scott. Thanks for having me on tonight. And thank you for joining me. Um, as I was mentioned earlier, um, I really love your website. And, again, for those who, need to, who want to check you out, uh, just go to NFLfemale.com. But before I ruin your fun, just tell me um, what led to the creation of NFLfemale.com. Well, it all started in the 80s because I'm a big fan of Dan Marino and the Dolphins back then. Uh-oh. And <laughs> I live in Canada. And up in Canada, I live on the west coast of Canada, and in Canada everything is hockey, hockey, hockey. So all my friends, all they wanted to talk about was hockey. My brothers, all they liked to talk about was hockey. And I was a football girl. I just loved it, you know, right from the first moment I saw it. So I finally got the chance about four years ago to go to Sun Life Stadium and hang out with all the fans and watch the Dolphins play. And one thing I really noticed was that there were so many women there. And they were there with other women and or they were there cheering on just as hard as the guys were. And so I knew that uh, there's something that had, had to be done about that. There's a lot of female fans. So I went home and uh, over the next year worked on creating NFLfemale.com with a friend of mine. And we went live three years ago. Wow. And from looking at your website now, you have pretty much a contributor for every team. Is that right? 
That's right. We actually have over 50 writers, but what we do at wow. NFLfemale.com, we have one official fan reporter for each NFL team. So we have 32 ladies, and they represent us to the teams. They represent us to the NFL world, and they're fantastic ladies, and we seem to really attract the best of the best because these are all ladies who this isn't their profession. They just truly, truly love the game, and they found us, and everything has been done through Twitter and Facebook. It was only recently at the Hall of Fame when we were all in Canton that I got to meet a few of them, but most of it was all done online. So that's a really cool thing about social media is how we can connect. Right, right, exactly. And trust me, I learned that lesson every single day. Um, so, 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 so you mentioned the, uh, the, the, the like every like, like like you guys have a report for every team. So, are so I think you may have said this already. So, are these like quote unquote real reporters, or are they fans doing this just because they really love? the game, and the teams that they cover. They are fans. Nobody gets paid at NFLfemale.com. It's all on a volunteer basis. And we call ourselves the sisterhood because the NFL has right. the brotherhood. So, yeah, that's really right. cool. <laughs> I like that. I like that. So speaking of the sisterhood, um, I noticed that over the past few years, uh, Roger Goodell, even though I hate him, um, has done has, has been doing a decent job in attracting female fans, more female fans to the game. Um, in your eyes, since you guys are a closer person with it, how do you think the NFL is firm with the female uh, demographic? Do you think they, they, they could be doing better, or is it pretty much up and steady? They can definitely be doing better. As far as mm-hmm. uh, the ladies at NFL Female are concerned, they're not hitting their target market, which is – the everyday fan. It's the mom. It's the wife. It's, you know, she's, she's got a lot of things she's got to do, and she's juggling the kids and driving and all that, but she just happens to really love the game. And I have to say that most of the ladies that are belong to the sisterhood, they are either not married, they're either single, or else their husbands don't even watch the game. And that's the majority of the women. Mm. So they're really targeting the wrong demographics as far as we're concerned. And we would love to become the core group or the focus group for the NFL so that they can see who their real fans are. And we have such a good mix. We have all ages. We have 16 up to 60 and, you know, from Mm. all over the country. So I think we could be a good uh, focus group. But, no, I I believe they can do much better. So so what would be – the game plan for Liz and NFLfemale.com to help Roger Goodell and company get it as far as, like, marketing it better to create more, to foster more of the female demographic? Well, I think they need to um, they need to cater more to the everyday fan for sure. And like everybody says, it's not all about the jerseys. Yes, we all, you know, all of us like to, to wear the jerseys of our favorite player and our team and everything. So we'll definitely go out and be buying those. But it's just about um, affecting the individual and the knowledge of the fan. Because a lot of our ladies, um, they either grew up their dad was coaching football or mm-hmm. even their mom was just a lover of the game. And so a lot of it has stemmed from way back in generations, you know, so it's kind of cool. And uh, these ladies just love the game, and that's who they need to focus on more is that aspect of it. Yeah, and you know what? It's funny because 
you would actually like my wife's side of the family. Like, she she grew up with no brothers, uh, no brothers, and, but she comes from a sports loving family, and she's she switched from Cincinnati, so they're all Bengals fans. God bless them. But you know, <laughs> her, her, like her younger sister, her mom, like her mom's a graduate of, of, of Michigan, and like her younger sister, huge Bengals fan, huge sports fan in general. But somehow my wife, it skipped my wife for some reason. So maybe that marketer could help for her since she came from a sports fan. But I'll tell her this. But, uh, but, uh, but I'll say this. She's getting a lot better. Maybe because I'm so crazy about it and the fact that some may have clicked in the head that, gee, since my sister, my mom liked it so much, like sports so much, maybe I should jump, jump in the fray. But she's doing a lot better. So to your point, Roger, Roger Dell Company could use my wife as an example of, like, marketing to that crowd and trying to foster more because it's, the interest is at least there, but the seed is not really germinated, if you will. Exactly. And you know what? And that's one thing that NFLfemale.com is focusing on definitely this year and years to come is a football 101. It's a simple, easy PowerPoint presentation that can be done at home or in, um, you know, in a little gathering where you get about 10 women together. And they're mm-hmm. all newbies who don't know anything about football. And it's, you know, once the ladies join a team and start to have fun with the family, and they become very, very loyal fans. And that's, that's where the market, that's where Roger Goodell and the NFL really needs to focus on. And I think they are heading that direction. But uh, we're, we're kind of helping them along with some Football 101. And I have to say, I did this with my sister-in-laws. The two of them were in town this summer, and so I got them together, and we did some, some Football 101 together, and they thoroughly enjoyed it. And I actually was impressed how much they had picked up from all of us, just being around, about, around the family and us fans, that um, mm-hmm. they weren't letting on. You know? But they, they need that confidence to share in the conversation. So that's what we do here. Cool. Cool, 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 and so, and so that's the thing. So, speaking of Roger Goodell and catering, well, not catering, but also more of a female demographic. A couple of things happened over the summer, which I'm sure you already know about. First of all, it was Ray Rice knocking the hell out of his then fiance now wife at that casino. The picture of him dragging her caveman style off of the elevator, and also Greg Hardy in Carolina getting started on a uh, domestic uh, violence charge against, I guess, I think it was wife or his living girlfriend, I forget which. But at any rate, to see how, well, first of all, Roger Cadell hadn't ruled on Greg Hardy yet. But he offered, well, not offered, but he, he handed Ray Rice what I thought was a slap on the wrist. And I'm not just saying that just because I'm talking to a female. Obviously, I just I really think that's, that's bullshit, that you're going to hand a guy who, who visibly took care of his, not even care, drug his wife off the elevator, you know what I mean, and for the world to see, yeah, he only gets two games. So my question to you is, does shit like that have a potential negative effect on female fans, which I imagine it would, but, but, but why did Roger Goodell totally miss the bow on that? 
Well, we have to understand that Roger Goodell, as far as I believe, he does not actually make the decisions. He's only the one that announces the decisions. And so he oh. has people that he is accountable to. And so that's mm-hmm. one, one thing. But I, I will tell you that I would think 99.9% of women would have to agree with you and that that was not the proper fine that should have been given to Ray Rice. And, right. Um, you know, and that's that's just wrong that that all happened. And that's one good thing about NFLfemale.com. We try and focus on the positive aspect of the player and the NFL. So we like to get to know the player behind behind the scenes and off the field. Sure. And there are so many, many good guys out there that are really good family guys, and they treat their families no with respect. They love their mother, mm-hmm. you know, and they'll do anything right. for, for the women in their life. And that's what we really like to focus on, and so that's really cool. And we think that eventually it's going to come around, but, um, you know, it could take a little bit, but it's happening more and more every day. So, yes, definitely um, we do not agree with uh, the Ray Rice handling of that by the NFL. Yeah, and to your point, Ray Rice seems to be a guy with a clean track record before this happened, with a clean track record that has a lot of the community in Baltimore. I live in the D.C. area, so, you know, relatively close to Baltimore. But, um, you know, he's a, he's a decent young brother. Um, he obviously loves his mama as well because he's talked about his mama a lot. And, you know, like I said, a good community guy. But it strikes, it, it just, and I'm, I'm going to get away from Ray Rice personally for a minute. But it seems to me like, and I know that Josh Gordon had issues with Lee before, but not only, you know, it seems that, you know, even if you uh, first time offended with marijuana, you get four games. And Ben Roethlisberger of, of my Steelers, years ago when he was accused of the sexual assault on that young lady in Georgia, he never got charged, but he got six games that was later reduced to four. And now... Just post that now with Rice and a, a two-game suspension for physically assaulting a woman. That I mean, the inconsistency. It just, it just, it just. It, I mean, it just sends a bad message that things are more important than domestic violence. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, and there's definitely some inconsistencies there, and we don't know the whole story, and I doubt if we ever will. Right. But you know, let's right. just hope that. Uh, you know, that it gets all straightened out and there is some consistency and that these guys start acting more mature and doing what's right. You know, that's what we're all hoping for. Yeah, and so one thing, and I'm going to get away from the next one and focus on the, on the, on the more uh, humorous side of things. I meant to ask this earlier. You are a Dolphins fan who's also Canadian, a Canadian Dolphins fan. It seems to me that a lot of, Canadians that I went to school uh, went to school with, worked with in the past, most of them happen to be Buffalo Bills fans. So how did the Dolphins resonate with you? I know you say you're a fan of Dan Marino, but how did a lady in Canada become a fan of the Dolphins? I'm just curious about that one. Okay. Well I have to tell you I live on the West Coast, so it's a total opposite of oh, wow. uh, Miami. And so maybe that's why, maybe because I've always been kind of a rebel, and so I just went the opposite. But, you know, in Canada, East Coast and West Coast are so different. It's like two different countries in Canada. So sure. all, everybody sure, yeah. out in the Toronto and Buffalo area, they're obviously going to stick together and then uh, 
in Montreal and the Giants, they're all big fans too. So, But yeah, there wasn't much happening in the West, so I ended up with that. And it all started because my brother brought home this game, and it was called Stratomatic Football. And it was basically mm. pre-Madden. It was a board game, and it had the stats from Ooh. every team. And you were the coach, and you did the call, whether it was offense or defense. And, you know, it was a it was a three-hour game. And so we started playing that. And I just always ended up getting the Dolphins, too. And they were winning for me. So I thought, okay, that, that, that just seals the deal right there. <laughs> That's hilarious. It's almost as if, you know, you pretty much found the team in the board game that you were good uh, that you were good with now so you're like okay let me just roll this team um yeah, <laughs> yeah i mean i'd say it's just a very quick story a very quick story about how i became a Steelers fan. i grew up in north carolina right okay. and even though i'm originally from new york um i saw a team in black i was like eight years old it's the early 80s i saw a team in black just beat the dog piss out of someone and, and and their team was like cleveland which led me to hit Cleveland as well. But, you know, I was like, Dad, who's that team? He said, oh, that's the Steelers. So I like them, Dad. And then the same day, like, my dad's a Redskins fan. And I never heard him cuss, but that was one of the few times I heard him cuss was he was watching Joe Theismann get thrown around like a rat dog against a team in white with the cheerleader, with the glitzy cheerleaders and everything. That's back when boys didn't like girls. So... Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I don't like this team, you know, because I didn't like to see a team that made my dad so upset. That's how I started hating the Cowboys. So, so that's how <laughs> I formed my allegiance to the same day, literally the same day. And that's it's it's amazing. It's funny. Like, it carried with, it stays with me, like, a little over 30 years later. You know what I mean? So it's just pretty funny. So I, I know that you're on ball all the time, and I appreciate you being here. But I will, uh, I'll get you out here with this one last question. Sure. Who do you see representing the AFC and the NFC in the Super Bowl, and who do you see taking it home? Okay. Well, you're going to love this story then, being Uh-oh. a Steelers fan, is because we actually we're writing in the middle of writing an article right now where all the ladies had to pick who they were going to get, you know, was going to be in the Super Bowl 49. And mm-hmm. so me, I have to kind of stay unbiased. And so what I did was I, I put all AFC teams in one hat and then I put all the NFC teams in another hat and I did a reverse draw. So I would pull a team out and I'd say, okay, you're not going to be in the Super Bowl. And then I'd do another one. You're not going to be in the Super Bowl. And so I did that until I had one <laughs> team left in each hat. And it ended up, mm-hmm two classic teams, the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Dallas Cowboys, and I picked the Steelers to be the winner. <laughs> oh, that's funny. You know what? <laughs> that's, that's almost like, like, like a people like choosing their, their the March Madness bracket. You know what exactly. I mean? It's like I'm, exactly. It's always like the mascot or, you know, different color schemes. And I've seen them do it this way, color schemes, and they end up taking it home. So, like, like, uh, like for humor's sake, I hope you're right. I, I said, I like, I personally think that, especially that, especially that Sean against the Eagles, we have a lot of work to do. And the Cowboys can't stop a nosebleed. Just put it this way: I can round up ten other cats in DC, Southeast DC, and run up thirty points to the Cowboys defense. That's how bad a Cowboys defense is. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and but me personally, I have, I have the Seahawks getting back there. And, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I take that back. I had the Seahawks getting there, but I saw the Saints play the other night. Drew Brees, not a, less than 100% Drew Brees, 
through two touchdowns in the first quarter. And I know they're still mad at the Panthers. I know they're still mad at Roger Cadell for screwing them two years ago. I had them getting back to the Super Bowl and playing Peyton Manning and Denver. And pretty much I, I have Denver right now taking it home. That will change, though, that they subject to change. But I swear I think I have. Well, that sounds really cool, and you know, and that's the whole beauty of the season is we really don't know what's going to happen, and it's just fun watching it every week unfold, isn't it? It is, and that's why I love the game so much. That's why we all love the game so much. Liz, tell everyone how they can find you on Twitter and 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 on the web besides uh, 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 Facebook and everything. Okay, so you can find the ladies of the sisterhood at nflfemale.com. That's our website, and we have over 1,700 articles on there right now. So there's always lots to read on there and always new ones coming up every day. And you can find us. We're on Twitter a lot, and it's at (laughs) nflfemale. And we're also on Facebook. We have Marquita, who is in the New York area. And every day there's a game. She's on Facebook, and it does a live feed onto Twitter. And she's given us a whole bunch of game updates. And so it's always fun that's to go cool. and chat with uh, Marquita, too. So, so that's where you can find us. And if you know any female writers that love the game of football, send them our way. We always love uh, hearing what they have to say and sharing their love of the game, too. Cool, this. Hey, Liz, thanks a whole lot for joining me. I know you did this on kind of short notice. I know you're on ball time with the NFL going on. But thank you very much. This was fun. I hope to have you back again in the future. Well, thank you so much, Scott. It was great. Go on. Take care. Okay, you too. Bye-bye. All right. Good night. That was Liz Renichi from NFLfemale.com. Please check her out. Her website is awesome, The Sisterhood. Represent during this season. And also on Twitter, they do tweet a lot, so it's a good follow if you want to check them out as well. Uh, so, very interesting conversation, you know. It's good to see the sisters represent like that. But uh, anyway, we're going to continue the NFL Superfan series tomorrow with my main man, Sergeant Call, previewing the 49ers. And uh, we're going to get a few more in after that during the week. So stick around and stay tuned. So now, it's Scott Perks, your boy with the Clown Hour. 06, good night. Take care. Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. Eighteen plus.